0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the First Hit Sports Podcast. I'm your host Will Steck, joined on the line once again by Jonah Newton. Jonah, how are we doing today?
1: Doing pretty good. You know, got cold today, but that's all right. I'm excited to do a little mock draft with you. Yeah, know.
0: we're going through the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft, and we're here's how it's going to work. We're going to be alternating picks. Jonah's going to start it off with the Jaguars, and We're going to keep switching back and forth and do all 32 of the first round picks. We're going to keep trades off just to keep it simple. And Jonah, why don't you get started with the first pick? So it's a little, little bit of a controversial one. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. All right. Second overall, I'm going to go Zach Wilson here. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that I think Zach Wilson's the best, the second best quarterback, but I feel like these first two picks are written in stone where nothing much is going to change up to this point. Yeah. Part. The
1: sense I get is that Zach Wilson is, has become the, the consensus number two yeah. uh, pick. Um, so I've seen a little bit about uh potentially Matt Jones. I've actually heard quite a lot about Mac Jones going to the Niners, but I don't want that to happen. I think Justin Fields is the better prospect. I think he's he's been the guy for longer. He started for multiple years, uh, so I'm gonna go Justin Fields. I like his uh, mobility and his arm strength.
0: Um, uh, all right, number four, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm gonna go with probably the best receiving prospect in the last ten years, Kyle Pitts. Um, I've seen a lot of people say that the Falcons are going to trade back. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah, with their but, new head coach, uh, Arthur Smith, and they still got Matt Ryan on two more years of his contract. I think they go all in and hopefully make something of it. And just if they're assuming they stick with the fourth overall pick.
1: Yeah, let me tell you, that, that Falcons passing attack with the uh... – Julio, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, that would be actually unstoppable. One more thing. Yeah, before
0: yeah. this year, um, you know, you could maybe double a Calvin Ridley, you could double a Julio Jones, but now with Kyle Pitts in the mix, you you definitely can't be doubling anyone. So I think this yeah. drafting Kyle Pitts will make It'll Julio Jones and, and Calvin Ridley more potent.
1: All right. So uh, to the Bengals here, uh, I know a lot of people, they really like uh, uh, Pene Sewell going to the Bengals because uh, mm-hmm. You know, obvious reasons Joe Burrow got hurt uh, almost half the season last year uh, because he took so many hits. He was one of the most sacked quarterbacks while he was playing. Uh, but I'm not going to take him wow. because I think that reuniting Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase would just be the coolest thing. I think it would be electric to watch. I think Joe Burrow probably wants that to happen and they'd have instant chemistry in another year where it's probably hard to build chemistry between quarterback and wide receiver. So I'm going to go to March Um, I love him as a prospect. The way I view it is he was clearly better than Justin Jefferson when they were both at LSU and he was a year younger. We've seen how good Justin Jefferson
0: was in the NFL. I think he'll be even better. Wow. So he already got a controversial pick in the top five Taking Jamar Chase to the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, so, uh, I think Miami's in an interesting position here. I was saying before that I think that Miami trades down in this scenario unless Sewell is on the board, and you've given me exactly that. So I'm gonna take Pene uh, the best offensive lineman in the draft. Tua is terrible under pressure, and this is exactly the protection he needs. It's a great pick. So I'm, Tua, I'm Tua glad a beast. Tua thanks you for drafting Jamar Chase.
1: <laughs> All right. So, uh, Lions, um, what don't the Lions need? It's uh, kind of a good question. But uh, I'm thinking it, it's between Trey Lance or Devonta Smith for me. And I'm going to go for Smith because. They have no one at receiver. They lost their two starting receivers. Uh TJ Hawkinson's all they have. I really, really like Devontae Smith. His production last year was insane. And he's so good. So I'm going to go Devontae Smith to the Lions. Yeah, and Sorry I,
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did fall on, on draft night, given his the issues the that size. people have with his size. But I, I think that's yeah. a great pick for the Lions. And I think... He, Obviously, he's the Heisman winner, so great pickup for, for Jared Goff. Um, all right, Carolina. Obviously, they got Sam Darnold now, so I'm not going to be taking Trey Lance. Uh, I think that given they have Sam Darnold now, his biggest problem was he just kept getting pressured and kept getting sacked, so I need some protection. And I'm going to take Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, uh, second-best offensive lineman. And Sam Darnold is definitely happy with this pick. Yeah, I love that. Rashawn Slater's great. You can put him
1: inside, outside. I think he'll be a great player wherever. And uh, that's not only helping out Sam Darnold, I bet Christian McCaffrey would be really happy with that pick too. And and uh you give him uh someone as good as Rashawn Slater, I'd I'd be really excited to see what he could do with with Rashawn Slater. With Denver uh, I think most people think Denver's gonna take a QB. I thought that they would, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say give give Drew Locke another year. It's a COVID year. Uh he's got really high ceiling, he's got a cannon of an arm. He can be mobile. I think you give him one more year, and they should take this opportunity to make their defense extremely good. They signed Bradley Roby. They signed Cal uh, Fuller. They have Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson. The only thing that their defense is missing is a linebacker to hold down the middle. I'm going to go Micah Parsons to the Broncos. He's an elite athlete. He, looking at him on the field, he looks like he bullies the other players. I love Micah Parsons despite some slight off-field issues. So I'm going to go Micah Parsons to the Broncos and give him an absolutely elite defense.
0: Uh, yeah, I th- I think that's a great pick. Um prior to the Sam Darnold trade, when Carolina was still questionable at quarterback, I had Carolina taking Lance and, and Denver taking Parsons. And then af- after the Darnold trade, I had Lance falling to Denver, but that's a, that's a quite the interesting pick taking Parsons at nine to Denver. All right. 10 with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I wouldn't put it past Jerry Jones to just, say screw it and take Jalen Waddle and make uh, a leap for <laughs> receiving core and just make the best offense of the league. Um, but I think he'll use his brain a bit on this one, take the best corner in the draft, Patrick Satane out of Alabama. Um, I think that he is the best defensive prospect in the draft. And I think that he will definitely help – this struggling Dallas Cowboys defense, and more specifically their secondary.
1: Yeah, I love Sertain. I remember um, looking at him uh, a couple months ago before the pro days, and and I was like, man, this guy's a great prospect. But I kept hearing that um, he he didn't really have the speed, and then he ran a great forty. So now I'm I'm completely sold on Sertain. Um, for the Giants, I think I'm gonna go for Christian Darizov which some may think he's an overdraft. I think he's a great tackle. Uh, We all know that Daniel Jones is terrible under pressure. They have a great defense. They don't need any more help. Daniel Jones needs help. If you give him Derrissaw, hopefully Andrew Thomas gets better. I think then you'll you'll have a potential for a great offense. And if not, then you move on from Daniel Jones. And that way you'll know
0: for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's a great pick. I know that the Giants front office was hoping that a guy like Rashawn Slater would fall to them. That was sort of their guy. But as the talks of his his ability arose, he moved up in mock drafts into the top 10, in some cases, even top six, top five. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that the Giants be able to snag the third best offensive tackle in the, in the draft is definitely – Definitely good for Daniel Jones. Yeah, Sarasota's a great player. Um, all right, for Philadelphia, I think this one's sort of a no-brainer. Obviously, we know Philadelphia has their struggles drafting wide receivers. It's sort of a, sort of a miss in the last couple of years with guys like J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. And last year, they took, uh, was it um, Jalen Rieger? And but I'm gonna go Jalen Jalen Waddle here. He's fast, he's electric. Uh Carson Wentz leaving this past offseason opens up the offense for Jalen Hurts, who before he played at Oklahoma, played at Alabama. So they've got that chemistry already there. So I'm I'm taking Jalen Waddle to Philadelphia.
1: Uh so for the Chargers, I'm gonna say I want them to pick J.C. Horn because they lost Desmond King and Casey Hayward this offseason, or they lost Desmond King halfway through last season. So their secondary is getting a little bit depleted, and J.C. Horn's a great pickup. He, I've heard talks about him being the best corner in the league, really physical. He's a great player, so I'm going to go J.C. Horn.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a great pick. and not. Yeah, I... Chargers bolstering that that defense is something that is really valuable to them because obviously they lost a lot of close games and they are a team that are, are able to score a lot of points, but then are able to close it out because of their defense. So I I like that pick for the chargers Um, with the Vikings. I'm not going to go defense just because uh, their defense was mainly bad just because of injuries last year and because of COVID and opting out. Uh, So I'm actually going to go ahead and prove the offensive line with Elijah Vera Tucker, who is the best inside offensive lineman in the draft. And in my opinion, the third or even second best total offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, So I will give great protection for Kirk cousins and open up more slots for an already very elite Dalvin cook yeah i think that's a great pick their o-line could use help and
1: dalvin cook will just only be better with that uh so with new england here i'm gonna go mac jones pretty much because i just i've seen a lot of tom brady comparisons and so i think uh it'd be really cool to see the player who gets compared to tom brady go to the patriots and and hopefully thrive there and i think even year one, I think you could beat Camo for the starting position, and I'd love to see him be a Patriot.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, I am a bit surprised by that pick. When you passed on Trey Lance, I uh, with with Denver, I thought you might pull something sneaky, sneaky on us here and throw Trey Lance to Bill Belichick and make the next dynasty. But that's a, it's definitely an interesting pick. Uh, Mac Jones definitely has the highest ceiling out of the quarterbacks probably aside from trevor lawrence so or not sorry not ceiling highest floor um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's an interesting pick but um all right for arizona at 16 they lost patrick peterson in in free agency and they got rodney hudson on the o-line which is one of their biggest struggles prior to the offseason so i feel like i have to go defense here now you've jc horns off the board so i can't go there caleb farley has his back issues so i'm probably not going to take him i think i might reach for greg newsom the second here out of northwestern Uh, i think that in terms of just pre-draft big board rankings. He is the third best corner, um, and yeah, as I mentioned before, I'm I'm not a fan of Caleb Farley. I think he's just too much of a a risk. Uh, back injuries aren't something you come easily back from, so I I think I'm gonna go with Greg Newsom the second here. I like that. I
1: don't know much about Greg Newsom, but I uh, I trust your pick. So, to the Raiders, their O line needs a lot of help, but I don't I don't think that there's many O linemen worth drafting this high. So I'm gonna draft um, Jason Oweh out of I don't actually know how to pronounce the last name O W E H out of Penn State,
0: uh-huh.
1: the edge rusher. Cause he is a physical freak. And if there's one thing I know about the Raiders is that they love speed. And if you want speed, this is your guy. He ran, I think four, three, uh, as his 40 as an edge rusher, which is just insane. And so I think, uh, I think the Raiders will probably really like him. Cause I know that they do love speed.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a great pick. Um, there is definitely some help needed on the Raiders defensive side of the ball. All right, Miami at 18. Uh, I was toying with the idea of taking someone like Najee Harris here. Um, typically you don't see many draft professionals taking running backs in the first round, just given their short careers and their uh, injury concerns so I'm going to stay away from G Harris at least for now. But given that I took that I went O-line uh 6th overall, I think I'm going to go uh I'll go receiver here with Rashad Bateman. Uh I think that he is going to turn out to be one of the better receivers in this draft. I've been high on him for for the last few months. Um, there are a lot of great edges here in Jalen Phillips and Quiddy Payne and Gregory Rousseau. Um, but I think that taking Bateman here to pair with Will Fuller and uh, Devontae Parker, just giving Tua more help is something that, that he really needs. So I'm going Rashad Bateman here.
1: Yeah, that's a great pick. Rashad Bateman is an absolute beast. And uh, Tua needs weapons. And, and that would That would be a deadly receiving core with uh, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller and Rashad Bateman. I think that would be really good. And I think he would be able to thrive with that. So with my pick with Washington here, uh, to me, it's a bit of a no brainer. I'm going to go Trey Lance. I don't, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a long-term solution. He's more of a bridge guy for me. Um, I think if, some people watching this might think that we don't really like Trey Lance, but I really like Trey Lance. This is just kind of how it works out. And I think if we had trades, I would have had someone trading up to take him. But this is just how it worked out. I think Trey Lance is a great quarterback, really strong arm, really good athlete, good deep ball. Uh, had had one bad game this year out of the one game he played, but I won't hold that against him. It's a weird year. So I'm going to go with Trey Lance. I think that's a no-brainer. I think he'd be great for Washington.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Um, just picking up Curtis, Curtis Samuel to even make that offense even more potent than it already is. I'm sure Chicago is is upset that they missed out on a talent like Trey Lance just by one pick. Um, but I think I'm gonna go with an offensive lineman here, seeing as there are no more quarterbacks in a draftable range for like the next hundred picks. So I'm going to go with Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State University. Um I've I'm going to be honest I don't see a lot of difference between certain tight end or sorry certain offensive linemen uh after the top few guys so I'm just going best guy on the board here on the offensive tackle list here.
1: I like it. That's a great pick uh Tevin Jenkins is a great tackle I watched this uh, whole YouTube video on him he seems like a really good player and Chicago's all line was just a mess all last year uh David Montgomery he, he seems like he's got a lot of uh a lot of uh good production in his future and so I think why not help him out with Tevin Jenkins I think that's a great pick so Indy it's a bit of a, a tricky one for me I think I'm gonna go quiddy pay though because they don't really have an elite edge rusher and i think to have quiddy pay helping out on the d-line with the forest buckner it would just make their already elite defense that much better i think he's a a really talented player really fun to watch and uh i think he'd be a great addition to the colts and they don't like i said have really a great edge rusher right now so that's why i'm going quiddy pay
0: yeah i think that's a great pick um in most of my mock drafts, I've had Rashad Bateman falling to the Colts. Um, but obviously, I took him with Miami in, at pick 18. And so, if there was one team that was to quit pay higher up, I, I'd say it's Miami. I think he's definitely one of the best edge rushing talents in the draft. So, I think that's a great pick, as you said, to bolster that already elite defense, make it even better. Um, I'm going to stay with edge rusher here and i'm going to go with who i think is the most nfl ready edge in jalen phillips to the tennessee titans at pick 22. Um, obviously signed bud dupree this offseason but that run defense is hurting and getting a guy like jalen phillips who's ready to come in and ready to make impact uh, i think this is a fantastic pickup for tennessee at pick 22.
1: Yeah, I I think he's a really good prospect. I watched, like I said, I watched a, a YouTube, I, I've seen a YouTube video on him by the same guy. His name is Brett Coleman. I don't know if you've ever watched his videos, but you definitely check him out. He uh, he does like these little film things and he breaks down why he was such a good prospect. And I've heard Jalen Phillips compared to uh, the Watts. And so I think it'd be pretty pretty cool to have a Watt-like player re-teamed up with Sludge Dupree on the Titans. I think that'd be pretty awesome. yeah. <laughs> And and now for the Jets, I'm going to go Caleb Farley. He's an elite athlete. He's really good in man-to-man. The Jets don't really have an elite outside corner. They have Brian Poole, who's good, but he's a slot corner. They need a guy on the outside. I would like to give Zach Wilson some help on the offense, but I think that Caleb Farley has fallen
0: at this point. I think he'd be a steal for them right there. Yeah, that's definitely a good pick. I, as I mentioned before, uh I think that back back injuries are nothing to to fool around with and I I I hope Caleb Farnham is the best in his, in his career and I hope he heals. Um and in a situation that like Greg Newsome or Jace Horn, JC Horn was on the board, I would have taken one of them, so I think quarterback is the right position for the Jets here. Um John, I think it'll right, well. be
1: Better make a good.
0: Here. I I th- I was just about to say I think he'll be happy with this one. Uh, the Steelers had a electric that. defense. Big Ben was back to his old form. Their wide receiver trio was blossoming. Their O line was doing good things. And the one piece that seemed to be lacking was James Car- Connor at the running back position. Uh, and now he's obviously he's off in Arizona doing his own things, and so there's a massive hole in the backfield in Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go with Najee Harris here. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I did uh, most guys don't like spending first round picks on running backs, but I think that this is a talent that is too good to pass up. Um, And especially with a team that really needs a running back. uh, I don't think it's too far fetched to spend a first round pick on a position of extreme need when the rest of your team is already very elite. Yeah, I, I
1: really love that pick. I know me and, and lots of Steelers fans really want um, Najee or, or any running back in the first round because uh, he, he's so talented. He's such a good back. And what I really like about him is that he's a really good receiving threat, which for people his size, you really don't see. And he can also, he can play big and he can play shift. He's a really good back. And I think one thing that the Steelers really had problems with last year was goal line or or short yard situations uh we just couldn't punch it in and I think Najee he'll he'll definitely be able to get that done for us uh okay so now I've got I've got Jacksonville here and I'm gonna make I don't think a controversial actually I'm gonna go I'm sorry to this guy he's never gonna watch this but Trey Trayvon Mo Frigg uh the safety from t c u yep he's he is really good he makes a lot of big plays uh his highlight reel is insane. I really like this player and I think uh Jacksonville's defense needs a lot of help. They don't really have very many uh good players in the secondary and and trayvon morrig he's a he's a really good player, and I think he'd be a great pick because I'm a great addition
0: yeah Tr- Trayvon, if you're listening out there. If if this makes it to you, we're sorry that we butchered your name.
1: Um
0: yeah, I, I think that's a great pick. Um obviously greatly improving your offense with Trevor Lawrence and then throwing in a guy in a great position of need. Um I, I think that's a that's a great pick there for Jacksonville. Um with Cleveland, uh I, I really like this pick here. I'm gonna go Christian Barrymore out of Alabama, the defensive lineman. Um Obviously, they just picked up Jadeveon Clowney to throw alongside Miles Garrett. And I think that a guy like Christian Barrymore, a fantastic run stuffer, can be slotted right between them and boost their, I think they're like 10 or 12th in, in rushing yards uh, last year on the defensive side to throw a guy like Christian Barrymore to boost them up in the rankings, make them top 10, top seven, top five, and really make them an elite defensive team when they're already such a great offensive team.
1: Yeah. The Browns are, uh, they're looking scary. They've made some, they got you on Clowney, that D line between miles Garrett, Christian Barmore and today's Clowney. That'd be terrifying. Uh, so for Baltimore here, I'm going to make potentially a bit of a controversial pick because I know a lot of people want them to take a receiver but uh you have something a little bit controversial, I don't think that they should. Uh, I don't think it matters. I don't think Lamar will be able to produce uh, through the air, no matter who he has, unless he has an absolute baller, which none are available here. So I'm actually going to go Gregory Rousseau because they did lose both of their edge rushers. And he's a great athlete, great player. He's fallen a bit here. Uh, really explosive, really fast. I think he'd be great on that Baltimore defense. and and it's a great defense for now, but, but they've lost two edge rushers, And so I think uh, they can have a good offense running the ball no matter what. Uh, but I think that this will really help shore up their defense and, and he'd be a great addition.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great pick for Baltimore. Um, as you mentioned, losing key pieces on the defense, getting a playmaker like Greg Russo is definitely something that is great for Baltimore. And there are a lot of um, wide receivers that are will be available in the later rounds, so yeah, I I like that pick for Baltimore. Um, for the Saints, I I'm gonna go linebacker because they lost, um, Quan Alexander this off season, and I had Jeremiah owusu Carmoa, I believe is that's how you pronounce his name. I had him going a lot higher, and he's fallen to the Saints and and. Most situations, I would take Savin Collins, but I'm actually gonna go with, um, Jeremiah Usu Karmoa out of Notre Dame, uh, second best linebacker on the big board. So that's who we're taking yeah, to to I was New gonna Orleans.
1: Say I was, this guy has fallen really far for us for how how good of a player he is. The Saints would get an absolute steal with him. I mean, Demar Davis is getting a little bit older now. Uh, he's a really good player, really great in coverage. And I'm surprised he fell this far for us. Well no. Okay, so for the Packers, I'm going to go Kadarius Toney. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been unhappy with them lately. I think he wants a new contract. I haven't really been following it too much. But I know Aaron Rodgers wants another weapon. Kadarius Toney is an absolute weapon. He can do it all. He can run the ball. He can return kicks. He can catch the ball. He'll make a thousand guys miss. He's a really good player. And uh, I just I just love watching him play because he's so, so exciting to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, that's definitely a fantastic pick for uh, not only Green Bay by Aaron Rodgers. Um, as we mentioned in, in our first episode, we bashed on the Packers front office for uh, drafting Jordan Love and drafting A.J. Dillon in the first and second round with pieces that that they already had. Um, so hopefully for all Green Bay fans listening out there, mm-hmm. they the front office makes the right move and takes a wide receiver, whether it be Terrence Marshall or Ronda Moore or Kadarius Tony, whoever it is, they're just hoping that they end up with a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Um, as we go into our final three picks here, I Looking at the Buffalo Bills at pick 30, I am not a big believer in Zach Moss. Um, Obviously, most NFL fans are are off of Devin Singletary, and then there's a few Zach Moss believers out there, but I am not one of them. So I'm going to go Travis Etienne out of Clemson to throw in the backfield right beside the main man, Josh Allen. Uh, I think this is the one part of their offense that they're really lacking in obviously their passing is, is fantastic um, and this will just open up a bit more room for for Josh Allen to if he gets into a sticky situation he's able to hand the ball off to a reliable running back
1: yeah I, I really love that pick uh, that offense would be insane and and now even Josh Allen would just have a reliable check down who he can check it down to unfortunately on- First and ten, then there's a good chance he's gonna he's gonna make it a first down. Chaz Etienne's just that explosive. He's got uh, track speed. He's a really good player, and I think Buffalo would be a great fit for him. Okay, so for the Chiefs, uh, I see you've already got your mouse on him. I'm gonna go Samuel Cosme. I
0: figured you'd go I that way. They,
1: they released both of their tackles. Uh so I'm gonna go Samuel Cosme, I think. They need, they, need, they need the need that they need the O line help. They got um, what's that guy from New England? I can't remember his name. We'll just move on from that
0: point. Joe they got him.
1: Yeah, yeah, they got him. They've got Samuel Cosme now. Uh, Pat Mahomes, you got to protect him. You don't want him to turn into Andrew Luck. I will say, I was I was considering taking Rondale Moore because I would just love to see a guy like that on the Chiefs offense. But I think smart pick is Samuel
0: Cosme fun pick, Rondell
1: Moore. I'm going to go with Chandler Cosme.
0: Alright, that's a great great last pick, Jonah. Um, I'm going to close it out with um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pick 32. Obviously they made the headlines a couple weeks ago when they announced that they re- had re-signed all 22 of their starters and brought them back. So when you have a Super Bowl team that has brought back all of their starters, you are probably thinking that you don't really need another piece. Um, but with a aging Tom Brady and an already really elite O-line, you want to even make that more elite. And I'm going to bring in offensive lineman, Alex Leatherwood, and the reason I'm taking him over a guy like Landon Dickerson or Jalen Mayfield, I like Alex Leatherwood here because he is a guy that can either play I believe he was a left tackle and a right guard so depending on what holes Tampa Bay may have next year he can play on essentially two ends of the the spectrum so I'm going to go with Alex Leatherwood here uh, out of Alabama to protect Tom Brady in his next year in Tampa Bay and close out our mock draft
1: yeah that's a great thank you a really powerful guy uh, it'll help out their run game if if Leonard Fournette can keep up what he's doing in the playoffs. I think, uh, inside or outside, he'll be really good to them. And, uh, I, like you said, Tampa Bay, whenever I've done a mock draft, they're really hard to draft for because uh, they don't need anything, they're so balanced. Uh, but I think that's a really smart pick. All
0: right, uh, thank you, Jonah, for joining us today. It was a shorter episode than last time, but still went through most of the teams in the nfl uh picking players that will hopefully make them better and uh yeah th- once again thank you for for joining us today
1: thank you for having me it was my pleasure
0: join anytime you want bud um and we will... all right <laughs> thank you Jonah. all right see ya. thank you everyone